Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Love in Your Life. This is Dola and today I'd like to talk about uh, the, the word transition in a sense because many people think that career transition only occurs in the instance of, an, of a having experienced an involuntary job loss as an executive or a higher up or middle manager even. Um, it happens at all levels, obviously, but the ones that um, are most concerned with getting back in there are those that are the head of the family of the household so that they um, are going to be most concerned with getting right back in to you know, keep the stream of income going for the purposes of keeping the family um, okay. And those that uh, can, you know, take the time to take uh, a look at really examining what they want to do next. You know, that's uh, a different situation. There's no stress. Uh, they can take their time. And those are, you know, more the people to whom I will address this uh, particular podcast. But so, you know, um, transition, career transition can happen uh, at any point. Uh, maybe you've been forced into a retirement that you're not quite ready for and you still have a, a great deal of contribution to make and you don't really want to go back into the field that you were in and you're looking at what other things make sense for me. Again, maybe you can take your time and do that because you're receiving some income stream as a result of retirement, you know, retirement income or, um, you know, you've saved enough and you're in a situation where you've got enough resources. Also, you know, if, you, if you've been, if you've experienced a recent divorce um, or worse, uh, your husband, uh, you know, or your spouse has, has uh, prematurely passed away and left you in a situation where you find you are now head of the household and you need to get out there and market yourself in a way that is uh, going to earn you enough um, income to support a family. So if, uh, and, and generally the, the benchmark is um, for every $10,000 of earnings, you can expect to be in search for a month. So especially if you're in a career transition, that's a generalized uh, sort of benchmark. But you know, it makes sense that if you want to earn $60,000 a year, it'll take you about six months to do all the networking, the researching, the examining, the interpersonal examination, and maybe even the assessments and, uh, you know, get gathering uh, the information that is of value to you in landing appropriately, right? So, uh, and if you're at that six figure level and above, you know, it makes sense that it's going to take you a full year. And those are the people to whom, you know, I was working, uh, for whom I was working um, with the larger uh, human resource uh, services firms that they would hire a consultants like us and, um, you know, work with someone for a period of time. And the majority of that time, that person, after we did their resume and we went over, you know, uh, skills that related to, um, to interviewing and how do you interview, how do you research to find the appropriate jobs for your particular interests and so forth, maybe take an assessment, usually always involves taking the assessment because it's paid for by the corporation. 
um, it, it, it takes a good deal of time because you are networking not at a, you know, speed um, that is going to land you any, you know, um, any quicker than if you're a six-figure person, uh, professional, than in a year. You know, you expect to be out there really seeing a few people every, you know, couple of weeks, uh, sitting down with them, picking their brain, doing the networking, the proper networking, asking for referrals from them, going ahead and uh, networking further with those folks, you know, adding them to your list and so forth and so on. So, uh, so that's just, you know, uh, to, 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 to speak about transition in that way is to say that it's going to take you time and to the extent that you have the time, you know, if you've been thrust into a circumstance um, change and you need to get back out there and work uh, relatively quickly if you're supporting a family and a mortgage and so forth, there are some things you can do financially to work with banks if you're uh, going to be in arrears for a mortgage. Um, to let them know that you know you're going to be uh, you're going to have to pay uh, a certain amount less, or you're going to have to be put on some sort of other schedule um, to pay your bills. If you alert people ahead of times, um, ahead of time, you know financial institutions and so forth, they will be very reasonable and very and they will work with you. So not to um, to uh, you know discount that the value of getting, uh, being out there in front of the situation and speaking with some of these people to whom you will, um, you owe money once you get reemployed and, you know, how quickly you can, you know, pay them once you are back in the workforce. But in the meantime, uh, there are some things that are very important to um, consider. Some other things other than those we've been talking about uh, and we'll keep talking about them because uh, every time we speak of them, we speak about of, of those uh, aspects of career transition, career transition, in a uh, different um, aspect, in a different context. And so, um, so it bears repeating oftentimes because um, people have all kinds of unique circumstances, and. Um, Sometimes when you are confronted with this idea of a change, um, we don't know that, you know, we can look into resources that are available. For instance, if you are a single mother, very often if you look into it, there are resources available to you. Um, you know, I, I, I have discovered that myself and helping other people that wow there are resources there there are dollars that are set aside to help people go back to school learn a trade um you know get uh back you know get some sort of education or training and that'll take you know some time to get up to speed and that's why you know the financial piece you know arranging it ahead of time and all that is very important but you can get a counselor at a, um, you don't need to have had it paid for by a corporation. There are uh, resources available in the public arena where uh, people are being taken care of and being coached and mentored along the way. So take a look at what, the, what resources are available to your unique circumstance before you start to panic. <laughs> you know, it's really important not to panic and to try to go through the uh, the stages of grieving, for example, um, when you're making a transition, because it is a loss. 
um, to not go it alone and, and get stuck in, you know, a depression or a, um, a feeling of, of, you know, being lost, uh, and, uh, you know, um, and having that not only demotivate you, but, um, immobilize you. We don't want that to happen. We want to keep on moving. We want to be respectful of the time you need to consider things and take a step back. No kidding. But we also want you to mobilize yourself with the idea that, okay, uh, this has happened. I need to accept this and move on. So whether it's a divorce, a, a death of a spouse or a circumstance change with a job, tra- uh, uh, an involuntary job loss. Um, it all works out. And, and I, as I mentioned a couple of times before, oftentimes I've talked to people after the transition and after they've landed successfully, after they've gone through all this work and they find that they are happier with where they landed, um, even though they, they left kicking and screaming than uh, when they, uh, before, when they were working, because they were unhappy, didn't really have a consciousness about it necessarily. Um, But it was, it was, it was a fortuitous event in the end is what they discover. So, so make sure you take a look at, um, you know, what resources are available? Should you go back to school? Do you need education or training for what you want to do? Once you decide what that is, might you want to volunteer if you have that, you know, latitude, if you have that flexibility, might you want to volunteer in an area of some interest to you so that you can decide whether you want to make it into a career goal? Um, You know, how can you network into a a network, uh, a into a uh, a volunteer situation that sounds viable and in the direction of your interest and skill level. Um, research those things. Those are, again, you know, we have the internet. Be resourceful because I can't believe how much money is is um, available for people that are in transition and, and need uh, need someone to cover them. You know, there are even um, places that women can go where they can be dressed. I think it's called Dress for Success, where they can go and they're they're helping women uh, that are finding themselves as the um, you know, the, the single breadwinner of the family to dress and to, to not have to go out and spend any kind of money on, on a suit or, you know, several, uh, uh, several articles of clothing to be able to, to start a new job. Um, if you're a veteran, there are veteran dollars that are put forward for the purposes of re-education, retraining, whatever, um, you know, look into that, you know, there are even resources for people that, you know, fall below the poverty line kind of thing where, um, you know, they can obtain uh, resources for the purposes of, of going back to school or uh, following a, a career. There are even corporations that will partner with, um, you know, an association that's helping uh helping people into, you know, re-enter the career force. There are corporations that agree to take on the person at a particular rate. And, um, you know, you, you really do need to be apprised of all of these resources. So keep digging and keep going to the public, uh, 
you know, uh, I forget the workforce here. The workforce, I think it's called, it, it has the word workforce in it, but there's, there are several of them. There are women's ones. There are just generalized um, re-entry into the workforce uh, resources for you. So um, I, th I think, you know, we've talked a lot about people that are in the workforce, you know, maybe less than, than 60 years old. But then we have people who actually retire and are not really, they have to retire from their jobs, their primary jobs, but they're not ready to retire, retire yet. And so to these people, they find a, quote, second career. And the way they do that is either they take the time, again, most of these people have the resources in the, to, to, uh, to take the time to discover what it is they want to do. But I've talked to a couple of people in that, in that, um, in that particular arena, and they have turned their uh, interests and passion, semi-passion, whatever, into a very viable income-generating uh, activity for which they are very extremely happy because it's all, you know, kind of... Um, residual income for them and yet they're not uh, bored or um, you know um, upset about the fact that they've gotten to a certain age and you know are no longer um, viable in a certain uh, corporation that they had been working so um, you know they don't they don't want to retire so they go and find something else they want to do and again if they have you know the the freedom the leverage to um to go ahead and, and explore some places, like do some volunteer work and research um, career opportunities, go and visit with people and take them out to lunch or, you know, have coffee with them in the morning and pick their brain and see what's going on. Um, it's a great, it's a great way to discover what you might have missed or you might not even be, you know, aware of. So, Anyway, I hope that's uh, a little uh, sheds a little light on the subject of uh, career transition opportunities, um, viability. Uh, you know, we need to do what it is we uh, would like to do, whether it is for our primary career or our vocation or after retirement, quote unquote. You know, because we're only a certain age, and I just saw a gentleman that was 93 years old using his skill to 93 <laughs> to help uh, children um, to to help children because he's creating um, playgrounds for children and he's created 70 of them so far and he's 93 and he's been doing it for 20 years <laughs> so he's been doing it since the 70s but Anyway, there's a ton of things we can do with our time and, and make, make a contribution at the same time and yet feel very useful. And I think that's the, the bottom line. We want to feel useful and, um, you know, that's a, a way to do it. All right, guys, that's it for today's uh, episode. I wish you a great rest of the week. And remember that the only way to live is with love in your life personally and professionally. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye.